and it was dreamed again of the priest Nofrukah, and of the words he spake at his death, how the sun would rise to claim the title, and the sun would rule the world in the name of the father, and the sun would revenge the father's murder, and the sun would call the beast that is worshipped, and the sands would drink the blood of the seed of the pharaoh. And after this manner did Nofrukah prophesy. Abdul al-Hazrat, Kitab al-Azif Day of the Beast audio game Performed by the Gaming Grunts Okay, so um, I am going to assume that before Clark's untimely demise, he actually did manage to write... Um, I would suspect he would have written two versions of your previous uh, adventures. He would have written a very sanitized one for the real paper that he works for, mm-hmm. and he probably submitted a, uh, a more lurid version uh, under a pseudonym to slightly different papers. So, um, uh, I don't know, would you have wanted your names mentioned, or would you have wanted it more sort of hinted at, do you think? Uh, probably for me it would be hinted at. Hinted at? Okay. Yeah, I'm not a person for, my character's not a person for notoriety. Okay. What about, what about Clark? I'm sorry, what about uh, Seamus? Because, you know, if I'm an investigator, then having my name associated, it could, could be good for business. Could be good, yeah. But we discovered some things that make us sort of targetish. <laughs> and do I really want that floating around out there? No, you managed to get rid of whatever. Walter I probably Carver would, was. and I would probably regret it. Okay, something. all right. Okay. Uh, so, uh, all the three of you then would see in the newspaper this little bit of advertising. And why doesn't someone read it out loud so that I don't have to use my voice the whole time? Sure. Responsible <laughs> persons of both intemperate and open-minded nature invited to join famed New York spiritualist in a weekend of observation, investigation, and verification of a haunted house in New England. Contact with the spiritual world is guaranteed. <laughs> Not for the faint of heart. No experience required. And then at the bottom, a $50 fee, inclusive of full catering and transport to the Mm -hmm. site. Okay, so Ramey, as a parapsychologist, you would have heard through your uh, contacts and and whatnot that the person that they're talking about, the the famed spiritualist, is a person by the name of Paul Lamont. Uh, He's uh, pretty famous in his, his, uh, well, famous. He's known in parapsychological circles for being able to contact spirits of the dead. Okay. So what you're saying is he's not a fake? Pardon? So what you're saying is he's not a fake? Uh, certainly Remy doesn't think so. The two of you may have your own opinions, but you've also been through some pretty weird stuff, so mm. perhaps you may think it's real. And we still have the book. And we still have a gem, right? No, the gem is... The gem vanished. The gem, the gem vanished. vanished. Yeah. Okay. Are, the, are your book. characters uh, uh, rolled over from the last sessions? Or? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're new characters. Been through one adventure. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So would the two of you be interested? Yeah, or, well... There's no ca- there's no adventure if you don't respond, <laughs> but I will ass- I will still ask for sake of form. Are you interested? Are you going to respond to the... I think yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? Sounds like fun. <coughs> All right. And money, do, do we get any money if we find anything? 
No, it, this is one of those. Um, you pay for the privilege. You, you pay for the privilege of being part of contact, an experience in contacting the spirit world. Okay. Okay. So I assume you will write back to the address there and basically sign up for it. How about yourself, Remy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Great. Okay. So what you um, when when you write uh, when you write back, you're given some slight some slight additional details. Um, you're told that uh, on a particular date and time, we're assuming it's about 1927-ish, um, that uh, you are to travel on your own, at your own expense, mm -hmm. uh, to a place in New Hampshire. Uh, well, actually, it's a, well, yeah, to meet at, meet at the coach station in a place called Corbis Wood. C-O-R-B-I-S. Am I supposed to take notes? Wood. <laughs> if you like. You get some more sheets of paper there, Max. Sure. Do you have more writing utensils? I have a pen. Is that one not good? It's just. Oh, my yeah. I tried so you may need it yeah. before. No Try sharpening them, and the sharpener here is somewhat off center. Did we read about Corvus Wood somewhere in the library? That no. sounds very it's, familiar. It sounds a it's lot like Walter Corbett. Yeah. But I will okay. suggest that there is actually no, that it sounds no like connection. a question. So you're told. Uh, so you're told uh, to meet at that station at a particular Friday, uh, Friday uh, uh, afternoon, late afternoon, and you will be met and taken to the place uh, where you're going to be. It's a, it's an over. It's a weekend. Uh, so, well, yeah, it's a weekend mm -hmm. trip. So, is there any? Are there anything special that you want to do or acquire or bring with you before you head to the station? Do we want to bring that book? I don't know if we want to. In this period of time, I don't know if there are... Do people take photographs of stuff in 1927? Is that readily available? Is Not it readily, but people can you mean do it. cameras, you mean? Yeah, cameras, actually taking photos. Yeah, well, yeah. portraits, certainly. Portraits. Do we want to take a photo and of it? And remember, Clark worked for a newspaper. Right. He could have photographed all this stuff. Okay. He, he did. Okay, let's say he did. So we're going to take some photographs. We're not going to take the book. I don't we can't we read take. what's in the book. And well, any power conferred by the book is by the book itself, not right. by what it's depicting. Right. I don't know that those pictures would be of any particular value. Well, it's good to have on us. In case we encounter somebody that might be able to... You get hurt. Yeah. I just doubt that it's going to be useful. Okay. I'm inclined, after last time, to say all the weapons we can carry. <laughs> yeah, okay. we're not what, exactly what, what are you going to, What are you going to bring, then? <laughs> um, Assorted hatchets. <laughs> well, well, here's a question. Are you, are, you going to, are you going to drive there from Boston to New Hampshire, or are you going to take a train and bus to arrive at the station? Probably. I would guess a train, right? I don't think you would be driving. That day Truth age. is, back then you wouldn't. No, I don't think you'd take it. But we'd have a drive. It would just be slower. Yeah, I don't know if we want to take a trunk full of stuff. We we have everything in the car. Okay. So you're not going to take the train to the station. Uh, to the meeting place. Just drive your own car. No, I think we are going to take. We are. You're going to take the train. Okay. Take the train. Are you going to bring your weapons with you? Just going to bring handguns. Just handguns. Okay. And a hatchet. And a hatchet. Yes. You can very, bring the hatchet. Very important. There needs to be a hatchet in our trunk. Uh, I okay. I assume it's going to be a, like a like a camp, camp hatchet. Not like a full-blown yeah. lumberjack axe. Okay. Well, I, that's what I'm asking. 
you want to bring it, that's fine. I'm just saying, last time it came in handy. <laughs> you can haul it. I'm not particularly hauling that big old thing. I'll just tip the bellman. Good luck. All right. So. Okay. So just a, a camp style axe. Yep. All right. Remy, what do you? Is there anything special you want to bring? I'm just bringing a, a handgun. Okay. And, uh, uh, I'm not sure what I can bring or. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat. <laughs> well, everything. It, it's it, well. I mean, you're you're spending a weekend away. You're gonna you're out, you're out in New Hampshire in a place that you probably haven't ever heard of. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like well, if I told you you're gonna go for a weekend at this place, you know, up in the middle of you know somewhere off in nowhere, is there anything you'd want to bring with you? Do I have access to any information regarding this house or anything like that? Uh, you don't have the exact address, but if you want to do some research, you can do that. Okay. Okay, why don't you uh, take the percentile dice, and I would take these. Okay. So, pick a color to be the tens, and the other color to be the ones. It's your choice. Okay. This will be ten. The yellow? Point. Okay. Um, so, what, I, what you should do then is... Um, okay, seven times, you can, try to, you can roll the dice and try to make your library use roll. Okay. So, go ahead and, and do it seven times. What am I trying to? I'm trying to just hit. trying to make the uh, roll that number or under sixty-five or under. Okay, so I yellow, get ten tries. Ooh, seven tries. Okay. So I'm sorry, yellows were tens. Yes, yes, okay. ten. No problem. Do you have a library use slot? Okay, one, great. Cool. Go ahead and roll. Yeah. Just do all seven, then I'll then I'll tell you. Two. Okay, good. Very cool. Three. Great. Okay, you didn't make the fourth one. Made the fifth one. Two more. Six. Okay. And seven. Great. Six out of seven. Very good. Okay. So next to that, next to your skill there, put yeah. a little, uh, don't use a pen, no. use a pencil because you'll need to erase that later. Put a little, like a little checkbox or check mark or, yeah. Okay. So after, after a suitable amount of time, you can increase your skill in that to make okay. it even better. Okay. Okay. Now, you're not together yet. You all will be. You're all going to exchange information, so I don't mind sharing the information uh, to all of you here. Okay, so you made one, two, three, four. No, one, two, three, five, six, seven. Okay. So as part of your research, you determine or you find out uh, Corpus Wood. It's a small community. It's a farming community. It's pretty much out in the middle of nowhere, and it's about three. it was founded about 300 years ago. So it would have been like right after the pilgrims first arrived. Six, mid 1600s. Mm -hmm. um, you know that most of the inhabitants there are uh, very staunch members of the Congregationalist Church, which I believe at that time was sort of your standard Christian type thing. You know, those, those funky. Uh, okay. Um, You know, actually, that, that is what you would have discovered, given, given the information that you have at hand. Okay. So, um, yeah, so you made, your, you made your rolls. That's cool. Okay. You still get the check mark. But, okay. yeah, so I, I lied. There weren't really seven things okay. uh, to look at. Okay. Is there anything else that you'd like to, to uh, check on or, um, or try to acquire? Assuming there's, uh, there's spirits there or something mm -hmm. in the spiritual world, uh, I maybe, uh, if I can, do I have anything that I, 
I'm not sure how cameras, how big cameras were back then. Uh, I mean, they were like, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd bring a camera. No problem. You got one. Okay. We have a really good first aid kit, right? Yes. <laughs> Several. <laughs> I'm basically the cleric. Of the with with, with, with yeah, crutches and uh, <laughs> bone saws. Bone and saws. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All of the possible equipment. Okay, yeah. no problem. And probably we would have some assorted... Are you going to bring any? Well, there weren't really... I don't think there were... Well, there were... Yeah, lanterns. Lanterns. We'll have lanterns. Okay. Um, some, like, extra strips of fabric and stuff like that. We have a rope. I guess Shoved I'm sharing the rope. <laughs> Absolutely. Good rope. People are and probably rope. giving us an weird looks on the train. <laughs> <laughs> an anvil to tie the rope to in the event that there's nothing stable in the vicinity. Well, you can put most of this in the big trunk that's right. also got your axe. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I can think of. Okay. Anything else you guys want to? No. Just our typical stuff. Okay. Food. A yeah. little bit of food shoved in there just in case, like sure. turkey or something. Okay. Camp, camp rations. Sure. Camp yeah. rations. Okay. Um, so you uh, head to the Corvus Wood Station. Uh, it's a you know small small place. Uh, there's a fellow there who greets you. Says, "How you doing? My name is Herb Whitefield." Shakes all of your hands. Says, "Thank you for uh, uh, you know for coming along." Uh, let me go ahead and introduce you to. You seem you're the only. You're the only three. Actually, no, you're not the only three. There's the, you're the last group to arrive here. Let me introduce you to everybody else here. Okay. Uh, so this fella here is the sponsor, sort of, so to speak. He's uh, his name is Robert Carrington, and it's his family that uh, owns the house. And it's he. Well, it's not he, but it's a member of his family. Uh, that uh, we're going to be uh, trying to contact uh, through the spirit world, you see. Uh, this other, this young lady here, okay, so Robert Carrington, uh, let's see, he looks like he's in his mid-30s, fairly well-dressed. He seems a little bit, uh, he seems kind of somber, you know. He greets you, says, hello, how are you doing? Nice to meet you, thanks for coming. But, you know, he's kind of reserved, maybe, maybe a little sad or, or nervous or Okay, there's another uh, young lady there. She's uh, smoking a cigarette. She looks pretty young, maybe 20-ish, maybe even younger. Mm -hmm. And uh, Herb says, and this is uh, Miss Cecilia Peters. Uh, you know, she's uh, young. She may look young, but, uh, you know, she's a, a woman of the world. And uh, she's very, very interested in the occult stuff. So she's uh, decided to come along and... Uh, and uh, uh, experience, uh, you know, uh, meeting uh, the spirit world. He uh, points to uh, uh, another uh, kind of a, a kind of a short and squat lady. Says, uh, "This is Martha. She'll be cooking for us. She does very, very well." And uh, you know, there she is. Herb himself is kind of short. He's kind of got that slicked back. Hair, kind of like a, you know the, the uh, greasy type sort of thing, and uh, he, and he then points to another fellow, uh, to another person, and he says, and this is Mr. Paul Lamond, L-E capital M-O-N-D, and he 
seems, you know, he, he again, he shakes everyone's hands. Thank you very much for coming. He seems very uh, scholarly-ish. Um, do you have a, a picture, sort of, what he looks like? Well, not exactly like this right now, but this is what he looks like. He got big lips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the way that the camera does that to you. Oh, right. <laughs> so, Herb, are you going to be conducting the services, or? Oh no, 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 no! It's Mr. Lamont that'll be doing it. I, I'm Mr. just Lamont. the I'm the organizer. Uh, I'll make sure that you're all uh, properly fed and housed. If you have any problems, come to me. And uh, you know, if uh, if if you're all ready. No. What is Lamont's role? Mr. Lamont is the one who actually has the power to contact the spirit world. He will be, he, yeah. He will be. He will be the person uh, that will be uh, conducting the ceremonies. And I'm trying not to do too deep a southern accent. <laughs> Given that this is New England, I can't do a Boston one. <clears throat> so we know this is about less than ten people around us. There's just there's the three of you. There's Herb. There's Paul. There's Miss Peters. And there's Martha. Okay. So how many is that? Seven? No problem. Yeah. We can take them. Yeah, we can take them. <laughs> <laughs> we can take them in a fight. That's all we need to know. We're not outnumbered. <laughs> okay. So, Seamus, what do you look like, generally speaking? If you, describe, if you were to sort of describe yourself in, to someone else, or what would someone else see if they looked at you? If I recall correctly, late 40s, Irish, Proud of it. Pretty big. Mm -hmm. Pretty strong. Grumpy, grouchy. Kind of, you know. The strong, silent type. Not Except so not very silent, silent type. Yeah. Not so much with the silent type. <laughs> yeah, in that vicinity. Probably not. The impeccably dressed type. Mm -hmm. More in the functional direction. Okay. Trench coat, heavy shoes. You know. Right. Hat. Hat. Yeah. Any shaved? Maybe not today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But generally, yeah. Okay. What about uh, what about you, Irrigan? Yeah. So. Late 30s, uh, German, speaks with a German accent. Um, not well-dressed, because obviously I'm a superintendent, so I don't really care about appearances super much. A uh, person that uh, likes German, to do... A German who would let himself look sloppy. Look sloppy, hey. <laughs> um, didn't say that. Didn't quite say sloppy. Just, neat, exactly, just not you know heavily okay. dressed. Um, Mid-frame, kind of thin. Um, reserved, although... He's starting to kind of come out of his shell after the experience that he had in, in the house. Mm -hmm. so. That would build some confidence. Yes. <laughs> okay. And Raimi is uh, half French, half German. Uh, he speaks, uh, I'm not sure when, like, when I put 41% French, I'm not, I'm not sure how he would, does that, does that mean? That's confident. Confident, okay. Yeah. Well, he speaks confident French. Yeah. Um, he's well-dressed, um, has a, a beard, and he's mid-frame. Um, 
he's strong. He's somewhat, he's pretty strong. So, uh, I guess well built, I guess. But mid frame. Um, and tall. Okay. Well, <coughs> at least one of us looks good. Yeah, you guys need to do the heavy lifting. Just stay the back. You can do all the trunks. Exactly. Okay, Run so. back to the car! car. <laughs> Get the shotguns. <laughs> which you which you did not bring with you. Yes, which I didn't bring with me, considering how terribly I used them <laughs> in the last experience. If you dropped one of them, yes. if you'd only tried to use one, I would have given you the bonus. I was bonus. playing in character. I was freaked no, out. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so Herb uh, Herb comes up. He says, okay, well, if, if uh, I don't know if you have any last-minute questions before we do this. Okay. All right. In that case... I just need you to file, fill out this waiver. <laughs> Nothing special, just to make sure. Someone would like to read that as well? Oh, boy. A weekend of psychic investigation with Paul Lamont. I, the undersigned, declare that I am completely healthy, not of a nervous disposition, and undertake the above-named event at my own risk. No refunds will be forthcoming <laughs> under any circumstances. Signed and dated. Okay. So apparently, uh, fifty dollars was worth a lot back then, right? Yes, it was. Fifty dollars okay. yeah. was a good was a good amount of money. Paying a yeah. lot to be there at our yeah. own risk. Yeah. So. Okay. We all sign it. Yeah. yeah. We sign Great. It. So we've, we've we've recovered he from our. our <laughs> he collect he collects it. That's fine. Things, right? <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so you you are back to full hit points if you if you're not already if you weren't already there. Okay. As you're kind of you know signing this, looking it over, uh, you notice that uh, this woman, fairly heavily made up, wearing some expensive but kind of you know not so you know kind of I wouldn't say tacky, maybe garish kind of clothing, so, it comes out of the station and heads over to Paul. And she says, and she says, um, uh, she hands a little sort of a bundle to Paul and says, you know. Here's an extra cardigan, and I made you some cookies in case you get hungry there. And I want you to make sure that you, you know, take very good care of yourself and don't get anything in any get don't get into anything too dangerous. You know how things can be. Okay. And you kind of hear Paul saying, "Yes, mother. Oh. Yes, yes, mother. Thank you, mother. Oh. I'll be fine, mother. <laughs> I'll be okay. No problem. Damn. You don't need to worry about me." And uh, at this point, Herb kind of says, "Okay, everybody, time to uh, head on out to the uh, head on up to the house." Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he's sort of a mama's boy. Yes. Well. Okay. So you're <laughs> you're in the coach, like a you know like a like a little mini bus. Uh, mm -hmm. Why don't you all make percentile rolls and just tell me who rolls the lowest? Ninety-four. Ninety-nine. That's <laughs> whatever. So roll both of them. Totally yeah. oblivious. Is there, okay, is that 65? 24. 24, okay. So you happen to be seated next to Paul on the way up, and he kind of turns, turns to you, and he says, uh, you know, uh, mothers, you know, <laughs> she really means well, but she can just be overprotective at the time. I is, is your mother like that? <laughs> mm. Mm. Irish mother. 
I'm trying to decide whether to be smartass and say my mother's dead. <laughs> or, <laughs> or play along. I'll play along. It's more likely to encourage conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you just... They're doing the best they can. <clears throat> but sometimes it's just a little more than you need. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it, it is difficult, isn't it? It can be. But they love us. In fact, yes, mother. Yes, I. My mother. I, she definitely loves me, and I, of course, as a as a good son, I, I love her very. I love her very much as well. I, I do think sometimes she's a bit overcompensating. I mean, my, my father died when I was young, so she felt it was, um, you know, necessary to sort of do both jobs, so to speak. So yeah. she raised you on her own. Yes, and you know, we were we were never very wealthy when we were growing up. Where were you? Uh, New York. Buffalo, actually. Or just, just outside of Buffalo. Hmm. But, you know... That had to be fun. It, it was. It was very difficult. Uh, but, uh, you know, sometimes I think Mother just doesn't realize that I've grown up. I'm, I'm, I'm a man now. I'm, I'm standing on my own two feet. Mothers never realize that. Yes, indeed <laughs> they do not. Yes. Okay, uh, so Jurgen, you made... Oh, you had a 99. So Remy... You happen to be seated seated near uh, Robert Carrington, so why don't you make try to make a role a psychology role? Ninety. Uh, Ninety. Okay, and your psychology is probably not ninety. It is. I know. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, yeah. So you're you're seated next seated seated next to Robert Carrington, and you don't notice a thing. With the 99. He's I'm all with the bags. Well, in the back, <laughs> yes, or, yeah. Well, if you'd like to speak with someone, you may do so. It's not like it's, not like it's totally, the, couch, the coach is totally, you know, there weren't seat belts. You want to get up and walk around, you can't, or you know, move about, you can't. You want to go check out Robert Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I seated next to? Uh, you're probably seated next to Miss Peters. Miss Peters? Mm -hmm. She's still smoking? She is, yes, she has not once had, not had a lit cigarette. So, uh, where do you come from, Cecilia? Um, it be Miss Peters. <laughs> oh, well, she's young. I'm older than her, so. All the more reason it would be Miss Peters. Young, she's a young one. This is, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess you could say I grew up in New York. Any particular reason why you would come out here with the rest of us? Um, well, I mean, uh, it, it seemed like a very interesting thing to do, and I, you know, I have, I don't need to work or anything. I, my, my, you know, I have, I have money, so I don't, uh, I can indulge, uh, you know, do it, do what I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how she came to have money? <laughs> so, uh, what did your parents do? Uh, well, I mean. Well, they were in business, but uh, you know, but uh, they 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 died in a, a, a plane crash a few years ago. That's terrible. Um, my sympathies to you. That must be hard to grow up without any parents around. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, 
yeah, it was it was tough. I mean, uh, the, you know, I, I'm the only the only daughter. There were no, uh, I have no brothers or sisters. So. <laughs> Ask what? <laughs> have you ever met um, Mr. Lamont or Mr. Herb before? You ever, you know, gone on a, one of the spiritual services? Uh, no, actually, this is the first I heard of uh, of, uh, of Paul. Okay. And uh, I thought it would be a good opportunity to, you know, see if uh, he <laughs> see if his powers, you know, if he really can contact. If you really can contact the dead. Well, if there's ever anything you need, you know, just... out our audio levels. Yeah. <laughs> anything you ever need, just let me know, you know. I'm pretty helpful. Uh, thank you. you. I'm, yeah. I'm very pleased. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Okay, so uh, the coach is trundling along, heading up to Corbus Wood, or into, into Corbus Wood. Uh, and uh, Herb is giving, you know, he's, he's putting on the whole showman's type thing. He's doing the very slick patter. And, and, and well, he's not necessarily doing the tour guide thing, but he's certainly playing up the event. Oh, it's going to be, yeah, this will be real, this will be the greatest experience you've ever had. Uh, no, you know, Paul's is an amazing, his amazing powers will astound you. You know, he's really giving you the, the I guess, the P.T. Barnum okay. uh, type thing. And, um, you know, again, he mentions that uh, the place that the actual place that you're going is a place called the Tanner Hill House, T-A-N-N-E-R Hill House, and he says that the house was constructed back in 1680 for uh, a man named Quentin, uh, sorry, Quentin, Quentin, Quentin Tanner Hill, Q-U-I-N-T-E-N Tanner, Tanner Hill. And at that time, he was a wealthy merchant, and he lived there until about 1700. Hang on. Oh. Okay, I got it. So, so he says that, um, you know, it, it, the house, you know, if you ever thought of what a ha haunted house ought to look like, this is exactly right. It looks, it looks really spooky. It's got a great... Uh, you know, very, very imposing facade, but boy, it sure looks kind of gloomy. And, um, you know, the, the, the actual spirit that we're going to try to contact is the spirit of Miss Jenny Carrington, and that's Robert's baby sister, and tragically, she passed away uh, when she was only six years old. So you repeat that? What was her name? Jenny Carrington. Passed away. Passed away when she was six years old. I asked Mr. Lamont, have you conducted services in this house before or in this area? Is this your first time? Uh, this will be my first time to this particular location, but okay. not the first time I have put on demonstrations okay. or, or, you know, private uh, uh, private uh, seances for clients. Can you ask uh, how long he's been doing this? Uh, for uh, a, a few years now. Okay. But it's been very, very, uh, very, very private and for very, very, um, uh, very, very limited circumstances. Okay. It's Mr. Whitefield that uh, has uh, uh, given me the opportunity to move to a wider audience. Okay. So I, I take it Robert Carrington hired, hired him for this? That's correct. Mr. Okay. Carrington contacted Mr. Whitefield. Okay. 
Mr. Carrington lived in this house? You can ask him. Robert? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I understand your family owns this house. Have any of you ever lived there? Uh, uh, yes, in fact, we did live there. Why don't you try a persuade role? David Carrington uh, purchased the house back in 1892. It's now 1927, by the way. Um, says that uh, okay. So my uh, my father that was my father, David Carrington. My mother, uh, David's wife Agnes. They had uh, two children. Jenny was born in July of 1888, and I was born in March of 1892. They bought the house in 92? Uh, yes, my father bought the house in 1892. Hmm. She was born in 1888, is that what you said? I'm sorry? She was born in 1888. Yes, Jenny was born in 1888. And Robert, uh, Robert himself was uh, born in March of 1892. So that was both before the house, uh, before the house was purchased. It says that... Um, Jenny died, therefore, in 1895, while the family was at the house. My mother, Agnes, died in 1901. And my father passed away last year, which is how I've come to inherit the house. When did uh, the mother die? short time, yes. Uh, I have been back to the house. Um, actually, it was while I was in the house, um, that's when I first saw the ghost of my sister. Um, so after seeing the ghost, that's why I contacted uh, Mr. Whitefield. Uh, you know, I, I heard about Paul's powers and I wanted to try to contact her and uh, see if we could contact her. If you don't mind me asking, where did you see the ghost in the house? Uh, where did he see the ghost? Uh, it, I believe, let's see. Actually, I, he says he's seen her in multiple locations. Multiple locations. Saw, no, nothing, nothing that I could that I could tell. Okay. 
I mean, as you know, my mother died when I was nine, and actually she was in the hospital for much of my childhood, so I don't, uh, you know, and, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's very, he, he seems kind of nervous, to, or, you know, or, or unsettled. And Probably. the last thing I, I do is, have you ever, I take out one of the photos just of the little symbol. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen this sign before, Robert? You mean the Chapel of Contemplation symbol? Yeah, that symbol. He says, uh, mm, n- no, 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 haven't okay. seen it before. Okay. Have you only seen the ghost around the house, or has she been out on the grounds too? Just the house. Has anyone else besides him seen it? Uh, no, I've not told any told anyone else. Okay. Okay. So, is there anything else that people would like to? All right. Uh, So you arrive then at. You go through the village of Corvus Wood, and you arrive at the Tanner Hill house. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a, uh, the house is kind of on, on, a, on a bluff overlooking the village. Uh, the house is actually to the north of the village. There is, a, there is a road that approaches the house, but it's not in the greatest of shape. It hasn't been really worked on very recently. And it kind of loops around the bluff and up to the house. And the house is... Uh, made of uh, wood construction, it's timber framed. It it uh, has a very uh, imposing facade How many stories? to it. Uh, it's two stories on the outside. There's almost assuredly a basement, and actually, I do have a I do have floor plans of the base uh, of the uh, house, mm-hmm. which I will then label as you start going through it. This is cellar. So the house, uh, Herb also said, uh, yeah, Herb also says that, uh, you know, so the house has been unoccupied, it's obviously unoccupied now. It's been on sale for uh, a number of years, actually. It appears that once, um, yeah, it seems like roughly after Jenny died, that's when the house was sold, or tried to be put for sale, but it actually has not been for sale, uh, been purchased. Um, as you go inside, you will notice that um, there are, it is partially furnished. But you know, it's it's reasonably it's in a reasonable state of repair. But it's you know it's obviously not ready you know not sold. Uh, there's no there is no hot water. There's no electricity and no gas. But Herb has brought candles and camp beds and all you know whatever, everything that you will need. Now why don't you all try to roll your pow on percentile dice? No electricity, no gas, and no what? Hot water. How? Oh, yes. So if it's, it's your uh, characteristic up there. 13, then how the heck do we... You roll, roll thir- on percentiles. Okay. 43. Ooh. That's 60. 60 or odd 6? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, you said oh, yellow was 30. Yellow was the 10. Yeah. So. Six. Okay. Six. But he got it. I didn't. Okay. So, Remy, as you approach the house and are coming to it, you can kind of feel... You feel a little uncomfortable kind of an unpleasant atmosphere. I mean, obviously this house has got this big facade. Maybe it's just your imagination, but it feels like there's like there's hate in the air. Okay. The, the whole area seems very oppressive. Robert, can we have a tour of the house? Sure, abso- absolutely, he says. So he takes you inside into the front door. Actually, there's, so there's a small porch. Okay. 
Um, this is, uh, yeah, so this is the main entry hall. Okay, uh, where do you want to go first? Um, you want to go from top to bottom? Or from um, bottom to top? I, mean, I always like going from the bottom. From where we are up. Okay. And then we'll deal with the possibility of the, the cellar. Okay, later. Okay. So which room first? Your, this is the main door, double door. Uh, let's go take a look over here. Okay. That is the dining room. Mm -hmm. And it's got a large oak dining table, set of oak chairs, uh, candelabras made of what looks like pewter, uh, sideboard made of oak, and if you peek inside, there's some tarnished cut cutlery and a few candles that are there. Okay. I'll keep walking over. Okay. That's the kitchen. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a big, large, old-fashioned range, well, which is to say it's a wood stove. Right. Cast um, iron. Cast iron stove, yeah, with all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, there's a big stone kind of sink. There's a big wooden kitchen table. Um, shelves, pots, pans, crockery. All the, no icebox. Okay. All the usual stuff you would see. What's uh, this? That is the outhouse. Okay. Well, Do you have to go outside to get to it? That's correct. Okay. And keep walking. Okay, back out. Okay, so this is the library. Uh huh. It's a big, big room here. Um, mostly bare bookshelves. A few books left over. Ones, you know, they probably just said, "Well, why are we taking this? You know, let's just leave the dang things okay. here." Mm -hmm. So they did pretty much pack up the library. Uh, well, yes, whatever, whatever important things were there. But there's some, there are a few things, a few things left over. If you look at them, are are the titles of them significant in any way? Are they? Um, they, it's hard to tell right now. I mean, Robert's taking you on a tour. Are you going to stop? Are you going to break away from the tour and no. just look? Okay. As we're wandering right. through, if I glance at the uh, don't know, some uh, lot some books and uh, some old newspapers. That's about it. Okay. The last um, drawing room. the drawing room, last room, drawing room. Uh, there's a settee. There's a couple of armchairs, piano with a stool in front of it. Everything, all the stuff that here is in, uh, covered in dust sheets. You can lift them up, and they're mm -hmm. serviceable. Okay. What's the drawing room? Is that like? That's like a li like the living room. Okay. Today's living room, or family room. Where you receive guests. Yeah. Yep. Quietly, I don't see any of that symbol anywhere. Nope. I? Okay. No, no. Are there any photos on the walls or any pictures or anything like that? Uh, no pictures. Okay. No pictures. I would assume the. Was, was there wallpaper? Was there wallpaper? No, it'd be oak. All, because it's a wood house, it would be just okay. kind of oak. Not paneling necessarily, but well, I guess it would be panels. Yeah, paneling. Mm -hmm. um, door, which looks like it goes down to the cellar, and then obviously a set of stairs leading up to the, the second floor. All right, let's go up. You go up. Mm -hmm. Okay, which room do you want to start with? Whatever's at the top of the stairs. Yep. First one at the top of the stairs is the master bedroom. Uh, Herb says this is where this is where Paul and I will be sleeping. We're going to set up our stuff here. Uh, there's an oak bed, uh, an oak bed stand or bedstead. There's a, a small cot, a dressing table, uh, and a wardrobe. Robert says uh, this cot or crib. He says about this, this. This was mine. This is where I was when I was a baby. Hmm. Uh, yeah, dressing table. Okay. Where was uh, Jenny's room? Uh, Jenny's room would have been... Actually, let's see. Yeah. 
Jenny's was actually this room here. Uh, he says uh, there's a small child's bed, ch child-sized bed, and uh, a small wooden chest. Uh, inside the chest is a small jack-in-the-box. There's a broken doll and a looks like a slightly moth-eaten uh, uh, teddy bear. Hmm. I asked Remy, so you're the, this, the, what's your specialty again? Oh, parapsychology, I guess. Parapsychology. Yeah, parapsychology. Do you get any vibes here? Or? Uh, I'm not sure how to answer that. Is there something that... You know, you, you st I mean, you're still feeling that sort of okay. oppressive sense. Okay. Uh -huh. Anything in particular about that room? Nothing. Seems to be generalized over the whole. Okay. The whole okay. area. Okay. Jack in the box, a doll, and a moth-eaten what? A moth-eaten teddy bear. Teddy bear. I'm almost tempted to take the teddy bear. <laughs> we'll come back for it later. The other, the uh, two, two continuing in the circuit, uh, there's two other bedrooms of varying size. Mm -hmm. um, pretty nondescript, oak. Uh, one has an oak bedstead, the other has an iron bedstead. There's some feather mattresses, wardrobes, which you see that they're empty. What's this one? That's the bathroom. Oh, bathroom. Okay. Which means it has a bath. Okay. The tub. The tub, cast iron. Okay. So, Robert, you were saying you saw Jenny in several areas. Where did you see Jenny out of curiosity? Uh, he says, like I said, I've seen her in well, almost I guess every most, room. Almost a, well, not every room, but in, yeah, I mean, throughout the house. Throughout the house. Okay, so no, no specific location. This is another, well, what you'd think it would be another bedroom. It's actually empty, and um, it's very, very cold in here. The rest, of the, the rest of the house, I mean, well, it's kind of cold anyway because there's no heat, no central heating of any sort. But it's especially cold. But this room seems especially cold. Okay. Uh, it's completely empty. There's nothing in there. Um, there is some wallpaper in here, but it's peeling away. Okay. Uh, the floorboards seem to creak louder than the rest of the house. Hey, Seamus, do you want to take this room? Maybe we can sleep in this one tonight, even though it's cold. <laughs> but it... Sounds a little. I think little he needs odd. to be in that room. <laughs> <laughs> He's the do we get to pick? Do we get to pick which rooms we get to stay in? Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, it'll be the most interesting, and we might hear something through the wall. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. All right. All right. We'll take it. If if, <laughs> if Herb's all right with that, wherever you choose to sleep is your business. Okay. Are you going to continue the exploration? Yeah. Um, do you However, mind taking have you noticed that the other bedrooms have beds in them? True. <laughs> that is true. But of course we bought our sleeping bags. So. We did. Well, I'm I didn't hear you say that, actually, <laughs> but Herb does have camp beds, if you wish to do that. Uh, camp beds are right. fine. In a virtual world, I would agree to this. In a real world, no <laughs> way. No. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you continue you continue upstairs, uh, one more set, and there's the attic. Uh, there's servants' quarters at the top. Um, lofty rooms, loft-type rooms, sloping ceilings, 
Uh, there's uh, three wooden beds in the servant in the servants' quarters, and then the other final room here is storage. You have a horrible handwriting. Yes, I do. Both of the rooms are full of, of both of these rooms are full of dust, uh, okay. lots of broken junk and whatnot. Any broken junk that looks interesting? Uh, well, you can come back later and take a look. Again, Robert is showing you Just around doing right it. now. He's okay. Doing the quick, doing the quick rounds. Mm -hmm. So okay. do you have a basement, Robert? Yes, there's a cellar. So he takes you uh, all the way back down and then down through the door, and that leads to a set of steps down. Mm -hmm. He says, watch your step. So the stairs... The stairs do not break underneath you. <laughs> this is good. Uh, okay, so do the cellar... Have a rope? Yes. <laughs> the, um, the cellar, uh, it's, it's a, a... looks like any other cellar. It smells kind of stale, but it's not damp. It's dry. Um, you're, on, you're on bedrock. So this is actually this is what the house you didn't what the house is sitting on. There was no okay. need to dig down mm -hmm. to drill, you know, to put um, things. You can tell that very clearly the house is sitting on the is sitting here. Mm -hmm. And um, there's some uh, yeah, there's like a wine racks, some shelves, other stuff. Is there wood pile any hidden rooms? Not that you know. Well, there's a door there. He says, uh, you know, I've got I, I you know I have the key to this door, but you know it's it's shut. I you know it, it's I can't get it open. It must be the damp or the you know, age or something. It's just warped the door frame. I can't get the door open. Mm -hmm. There's just another storage. There's just another storage area back there. Another storage area. We'll come back and check that out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. So, so, Robert, where will you be staying? Um, he's in the master, right? No. No, no, no. Herbin, Herbin Paul will be. Herbin Paul will be. Uh, he says, uh, well, um, I guess I'll, uh, well, gee, um, I guess I'll take this other bedroom here. Okay. I'm assuming this is not drawn to scale, and this is really big enough for all three of us, right? If you want it all, be there. Well, it, this is roughly the scale. It's not exact, but it's close. Yeah. Um, Martha will set up down in the library so she can be close to the kitchen. Okay. So, um, where do you want? Well, what room? What? Where do you that want to clean? Cecilia. Yeah, that leaves Cecilia. So I would take it. She's in the bedroom with the bed. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, I so mean, we'll be, if, we'll if be gentlemen. Are, are you? Are you going to be? Are you going to claim first, or are you going to ask her first where she wants to stay? No, well, we sort of told her. I sort of told her. <laughs> You're gonna you should take because this we room. want the weird room. Well, she'll she'll suggest that she take this room. Okay. Um, we suggest her not to do that. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. You know, Since if we're, we're trying to contact, to contact Jenny, do you really want to be in Jenny's room? Well, There's no point in aggravating this. Yeah, spirit. I think you should be staying in the room don't next to Robert. Or well, okay. Come stay with us. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the three of you going to stay then? Oh well. This big empty fridge room. <laughs> <laughs> All three of you? Won't that be kind of crowded? What if one of you snores? What if all three of you snore? I guess if all, I guess if all three of you snore, that's Nobody okay. What if two of you snore? <laughs> Somebody will be really rested tomorrow. We may shuffle tomorrow. We'll see. Okay. All three of you plan to stay in the, the, the freezing room? Okay, you game? Yes. Nice. <laughs> okay. So Herb says, um, we'll have a... Uh, Right. 
So he says that, um, um, so uh, Martha will be setting up dinner, mm-hmm. getting the range going and starting to cook. So um, uh-huh. we'll have a little bit of time uh, before that. We'll have dinner about, uh, you know, uh, we'll have dinner, and then we'll have the seance. Uh-huh. Uh, in order, uh, the way that Mr. Paul, the Mr. Lamont's powers work is you have to have something that belongs to the spirit or the person that we're trying to uh, trying to um, contact. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, feel free, look around the house. Uh, actually, Robert will... Mr. Carrington has given his assurance that you may look wherever you please, and he will try to do whatever he can to help you. Um, but we need to find something to uh, that uh, belongs to Jenny. I got Jim oh. something to write Teddy Bear. Okay, I'm going for the broken. So you guys ball. have you guys have about an hour or so till Martha finishes. Okay. So now, so um, yeah, so you guys can do what you want. Uh, Robert, do you mind if we spend some time in the cellar? That door that you can't open it sounds really interesting to us. Maybe we can help you open it. Uh, fine, I get you the key. Okay, the key. cool. It, it, I mean, the lock works, but I've never, I can't get it open. Okay. Well, we have special equipment that can help us get it open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got prior experience. Um, unless there's something else that you guys want to do. That's fine. Well, I think okay. we need to go and scoop the things out well, we of the Jenny's get, dresser yeah, on our yeah. way. Okay, because we need to get items, right? Yep. And yeah. there were three there items, were three right? Items. Doll, bear, and a Jack in the Box. Jack in the box. Jack in the box. Okay. We'll take those three, I guess. Yep. Okay, no problem. You got them. And down we go. <laughs> is there anything else we can, I guess, see in Jenny's room? That is uh, in Jenny's room, uh, no, that's pretty much it. Okay. okay. Is there any benefit in rolling a spot hidden in her room? You may try. Spot hidden? No, you have it. It's base is twenty five percent. Oh, okay. So three, and you didn't. No one made it. I didn't make okay. it. Okay, you find so nothing else. You're supposed to go under, right? That that number or below. Okay. Yeah. Alright. <coughs> okay, so down to the cellar. Yes. With, with some random assorted implements of destruction. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> while you're in the cellar, you and may go key. ahead. You may go ahead and with the key, you may try to go ahead and make spot hidden. I'm going to take a look around the cellar. Yeah. Right now. None of you've made it. Hell no. <laughs> what great investigators you are! <laughs> try to make a second, another roll then. Yeah. I still missed by three. Still missed. I got 44 and my number is 41. You make it? Nope. Okay. Fine. You do find, I mean, there's like, you know, household gardening implements, there's buckets, there's a broom, there's a shovel, you know. Um, yeah, the floor is bedrock, there's wood-bearing, load-bearing beams, posts. The house, uh, down the down here, the house looks pretty solid. Uh, there, yeah. Okay, so the, uh, the, oh, I see. Okay, so actually, the, so these two, the these two um, walls are wood and are, Obviously, you know, stru- structural. The wall with the door and then the other, the last wall, are brick. And Robert will say that, you know, whatever's on, you know, that's just separating whatever's on the other side. So okay. I've never been in there. I take out my uh, handy equipment and uh, start working on the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Seems critical. Okay, so you, uh, are you going to just try to open it or you going to just First start, start hacking away? First, I'm going to try to lock pick key. it. Just try, okay, you use the key. The key works. You can tell it's unlocked. Okay. You try to push. It doesn't move. Got it. Okay. Try to pull. Try to pull. Uh, well, you can tell it 
it's supposed to push. Okay. You you pull anyway, it doesn't work. Then we take it off its hinges. Hinges are on the other side because it pushes. Then we take the door frame off. Yes, let's do that. Um. <laughs> we close the door upstairs. <laughs> Please do not disturb. Pry <laughs> the frame off around the door. Um. Because it could just be opening against it. I mean, if the, if the brick wall continues behind the door, then you're pushing against brick, and that's not going to get anywhere. But if we take the frame off, we can just pop the door out. And I quickly you, go up to Robert, and I say, you know, it looks like the key doesn't work. The key works, but can't open the door. We're experts in this area. <laughs> we'll help it open for you, you know. We'll fix uh, it. Give us well, a few minutes. Uh, well, I mean, I am trying to sell the house, so any damage We'll fix be... it for you. We're, we're, we're giving I'm a you superintendent extra, of a building. Space. You know, I've, I've done this many times, so <laughs> yeah. trust me. There you go. A, nice a, 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 as it, Right, yes. You're, you're not a building contractor. You're a superintendent. He says, um, well, I suppose so. You're in good hands. Don't worry about it. I start but, uh, walking downstairs. Don't come downstairs. <laughs> Why not? Might, might get noisy. I see. Okay, so we go down now and we pry the door frame off. Okay. Um, pull the door out of its socket. Okay. Each of you, um, okay, you're trying to pry, you're trying to basically, you're, you're basically trying to open the door by, by removing its supports. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Fine. What you, okay. Um, each of you will need to make a percentage roll. It's going to be your strength against the strength of the door trying to be stuck. Before we start pulling it, I mm -hmm. use my mechanical knowledge and see if there's any way I can get it off the hinges without trying to break it first. No, the hinges are on the other side. The hinges are on the other side. There's no way. That's why we're way. doing the frame. Okay, we're going for the frame. Okay, each of you need to make percentage rolls. I did. 23. 23? You need to roll on your right. 97. You roll under your strength? That's, that's, no, under it, it's, uh, you're, uh, you're basically using, uh, contesting your strength against another strength. Oh, so the higher the roll, the better. No, actually, no. It's the lower because the lower. Shit. So the way so the way the resistance table works is you match. So you match the two numbers together. If they're equal, it's fifty-fifty. For every number dif uh, every difference point-wise, that drops or adds five percentiles. Fifty-three. Okay, and a ninety-seven. None of you. Okay. Twenty-three. Okay, so you're trying to uh, well. You're trying to do the frame. <laughs> Trying to pry apart the frame. Uh, well, you don't have a crowbar. I didn't hear anyone say they brought a crowbar. I have my Bowie knife. You want to use it? Okay, fine. You're using your knife to try to lever the frame away from, I guess, the, the wall itself. And just uh, working it in behind the wood. And right. Working the nails out. And yeah, trying to get that out. And none of you are having any success in getting this door open. Mm. Yeah, or I should say, pulling the frame off. You can always build them a new door. Why don't we just hack off this door and build a new one later? Okay. <laughs> Hatch it. Hatch it. Here we go. Okay. You're gonna bash your, uh, 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 cut your way, axe, uh, axe your way through the door. Okay. <laughs> Robert is kind of wondering, is everything okay down there? Yeah. Yep, everything's no fine. I see. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Uh, what kind of light sources are you using, just out of? Curiosity. Lanterns. 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 Okay. Fine. Um, 
you managed to hack your way through the door. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. What do we see on the other side? Uh, okay, so the other side, um, it's it's a it's an unlit area, so you can move towards through there. Um, it looks similar to uh, the rest of the in the cellar in the sense that you know you've got the foundation where it was obviously you know where the, it was kind of dug out dug down and into the foundation. So the the floors, um, uh, the floor is kind of rough in the same way that the cellar is rough. Put uh, wooden posts. On the, uh, on the posts, mm -hmm. and uh, actually, you, on one of the posts, you do see a rather prominent nail still, you know, pounded into pounded into it. And for some reason, you can see something dripping off the nail. Not a lot, but just drip, drip. Put the lantern next to it. Okay. Um, it looks like blood. All three of you can now try to make a sanity roll since you're all there. So you want to roll your sanity or less on percentile dice. Sanity. Mm -hmm. Yay. I missed my three. 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 And your sanity is 70? Okay. Um, so all of you... Uh, I missed. You missed. All right. I need... Actually, no. That's okay. Roll a D3. Three. See how many points you lose. Two points of sanity. Down so this is a very disturbing feature. You see a nail that's, and the blood is sort of, you know, you can see a small little pool of blood where the drops are. Dip. So wait, this is from the ceiling, or is this from no, the nail? No, it's from it's from the nail. Just from the nail. The na you've got you've got the nail in the wood, drip, and it's just dripping off. But there's the no, you can't see where the source is coming from. Should we tell everybody about the nail? Freak them out now instead of waiting for the. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody! Hey everybody! Come down and lose sanity. Um, well, we want to all be on an even footing, so yeah. But <laughs> sure. But but I would first examine the nail. Okay. It's around it's the base of the nail where it goes into the wood. All right. It it looks like a standard ordinary you know whatever size nail would have been appropriate. I get a jar, a small jar, and just let some of the blood go into it. Small jar. Yeah. Like, like what kind of jar? I don't know. Like a little sample. Just a little sample. <laughs> sample right. All of a sudden, you're a forensic scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that I've got, I've got a handy tool. Handkerchief? I don't know. Okay. Okay, fine. You can collect a sample. Yeah. Can we pull the nail out? So it's coming from the end of the nail? Like the, where, the, where the hammer is? Where you yeah, the, yeah, the, it's yeah. It's from there, but it's, it's not from, coming from... It's not coming... Yeah, the, na the, the nail is sticking into the post... It's, it it's been blood. driven. It's been oh. like it's been driven toward sort of downwards. Okay. So the top of the nail, where you would whack on it, yeah. is above, it's and it's dripping from that spot. Okay. Not from where the higher. not. From, so yes. In in physics, a drop of blood sitting at the head of the nail would run down the nail into the wood, not drip. Yes. Huh. Do you mind if I take the nail out? I think we need to take. Yeah, the nail take the nail out. Okay. <laughs> Get out my <Really>? hammer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you have the nail. Is it still dripping? It is not dripping anymore. Ooh, put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, wait. While he has the nail out, is there anything happening with the hole in the wood? No, the hole in the wood. The wood's. I mean, there's a nail hole in the wood. The wood is dry. The wood. Is, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a little. I mean, it's a little musty. I mean, it's not going to be perfectly yeah. seasoned wood, but yeah, it's. 
Okay, so and no more no blood. The nail that he's anymore. holding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While he's holding it. I mean, it's rusty. So now we can't show them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Hey, I've got some evidence. To I, I can make this nail drip, too. See? Stab. <laughs> See? Here, it's dripping. Okay, so let's put it back in the water. Put it back in. Okay. Nothing. It's, it's it, it'll, it'll start dripping again. Okay. Wow. That's freaky. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hmm. Okay, we look around the room. Can I take a, can I, oh, I have a camera, right? Can I take a, oh, I, that's the thing, is if we take pictures, we can't get the, anything yeah, right away. Yeah, show them black and white in that We don't have time, Polaroids. Right? Yeah, we don't have Polaroids. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also not movies, so. Yeah. So can I take a picture anyway? Sure, yes. Okay. You want to, you want to, uh, uh, is there a particular moment that you want to try to capture? I mean, given right that. when it's, the blood it's is dripping. dripping. As it's dripping? Yes. Okay. Uh, make a, uh, make a photography roll. Given also that, you know, you've got to carry your flashbulbs with you. <laughs> so you have a limited number of them. I'll say we go talk to Mr. Lamont. 43, 43 what's your photography skill? Uh, 30, right? 30, okay. okay. So area, you think you right? might have done it, but you're not sure. Okay. Um, I ask Remy, how do you feel about going to Mr. Lamont, only Mr. Lamont, and telling him about it? None of the other people. Just because Mr. Lamont's supposed to be a, an expert in this area. Yeah. What do you think? I was, uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd wanted to ask him, you know, see if he, since he has experience with contacting them, maybe he can see anything that's, uh, I guess, anything partial. You want to ask him to come yeah. down? Yeah, yep. take a look at it. Uh, okay. Quietly go and retrieve him. Fine, you can do that. Let's see what his sanity is. <laughs> well, okay. It should be pretty high, hopefully. He's been contacting the dead. That's, that's not necessarily something that most people would normally do. Exactly. Okay. He he seems very disturbed by it when you show him this name. He says, "This is a this this is not always this kind of manifestation is not always a good sign. It could indicate that uh, perhaps someone died violently. Do you think this nail was used as the tool to?" Uh, I, it's certainly possible, although you said you found the nail in here already. Well, unless something, if the nail maybe was driven through something, perhaps, uh, but I can't think of anything else offhand that perhaps would... Is the beam that it's in like a, a, a pillar that's for foundation? Uh, yeah, it's in, it's in one of the, the foundation posts. Darn. If somebody were, you know, pushed back into this nail... Uh, that, could, that could result in death. Perhaps, yes, if someone uh, were. Mm. You know. I, uh, do you think it, can we bring this nail to the seance? Do you think that would. Well, you said that once you removed it, it, it stopped bleeding. Yes. Do you know how high up the nail is? It's actually not very high up. It's maybe about that high. So yeah. we're a six year old. There you go. Mm. Uh. Okay. I think we should take it with us and just yeah, see what I'm happens. It can't hurt anything. Yeah, and I'll it bring might the result nail. in some injury. Okay. I'm mine. All right. You have the nail. We're looking around in the room, though, before we leave this room that we fought so hard to get into. Hmm. Um, what else do we see? Can we roll spot hidden? Um, there's, I mean, there are. Oh, I see. So there is kind of there. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Let me let me draw the area out. 
So pretty much it now it's now about the same dimensions okay. as the rest of the Got it. The so scale, where, where the scale is, is the, wrong. Where was the nail found? Um I'll just say that it was foundation posts here. Mm -hmm. Um we'll just say it was this one. Okay. Yeah, so it could be right underneath Jenny's room. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's a possibility. Maybe. You could you could pace it out, but it could be. Okay. Um, I take the nail. There's there's piles of there's various piles of rubble in here too. It looks like you know the, the rest of uh -huh. you know when they hacked out or dug down to the bedrock, it, you know they may not have carted all the rubble away. Mm -hmm. you know, workers would have been doing. But there are no no apparent doors or uh, ports or no. So nothing else. Nothing else in this room. Correct. Okay. Piles of rubble, this this post, well foundation post, this nail. That's about it. Okay. Um, I asked Mr. Lamont if you mind no not mentioning the nail just yet. To everybody else, that um, would be great. Certainly. Um, and uh, I walk upstairs to Robert and I just kind of you know strike up a conversation. So you know you got did you or Jenny ever play in the basement at all? Not that you I'm know, aware of. No. Your father ever spent a lot of time down there? Uh, well, I was very young. At the, I, I was very young when we, moved, you know, when we moved out. So okay. No, I don't really have any memories of that time. Did your father and mother ever keep a diary or anything like that? Um, again, I'm, he's, you know, they, I, I'm not aware of any of my father's effects. Okay. Do you have any um, close family around in this area? No. Well, we had to do a few things to the door. We'll get it fixed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I did, hear, I, did, I, it, 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 I did hear someone. Did he hear someone? Um, all right, he says, fine. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> okay, so okay. we're back upstairs. We're back upstairs. We're, ready, we're for ready for the sounds. Yeah. Unless there's something else you want to look at, other um, places. <laughs> I think we're good. Got Jenny stuff. We've got the nail. Is there any place else that you want? Did you want to do any exploring in the cold room that we claimed? Hmm. Let's bring the nail to Jenny's room and the cold room. Just out of curiosity. Let's see what happens. Okay. Can't hurt. Here it is. Which room do you want to start with? Um, we'll start with Jenny's. All right. You hold the nail out importantly, expecting it to do something, and as expected, nothing happens. Absolutely. I put the uh, nail and uh, the handkerchief that had the blood in the chest. Okay. Take it out. Nothing happens. There it is. Okay. We'll go to the room that we're staying in, the cold room. Okay. <laughs> Where Mar Martha seems to... Mar well, no, she's cooking right now. Herb kind of wonders why... <laughs> why <laughs> this room's freezing. Why are you staying in this room? We're oh. experts. We're just kind of exploring the area. Don't mind us. Yes. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. I, I only have... There's only a limited number of blankets. <laughs> so we go into our room. Nothing. Okay. Nothing happened. Okay. In the master bedroom. Yeah, we take a look around there. Ooh, we should look for a nail hole. Like that where fits a nail this nail. To. Yes. Okay. So uh, you're gonna look in the master bedroom? Yes. Oh, at least I wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. We'll fall around. Okay. Uh, all right, so you're gonna you're gonna go looking around. What you find uh, when you start looking around at the there's, so there's the dressing table there, 
And as you're poking around, looking through the drawers of one of the tables, of one of the, the drawers of the dressing table, you come across this. Someone like to read that out loud? To Catherine Tannerhill, the Holy Bible, containing Old and New Testaments. June 1680, Catherine and Quentin Tannerhill's marriage. February 1687, adoption of Luther Tannerhill Nee Lee. November, 19, November 1692, begun the purification. March 1699, destruction of the devil's spawn. January 1700, beloved Catherine Tannehill died of the cold. December 1893, the devil's spawn has risen again. January 1895, the devil's spawn died in blood and shame. My God, what have I done? Oh, so it seems like there was some kind of exorcism going on here. And But no one ever mentioned who Luther was. Right? Yeah. By the way, for the February 1687, that's uh, so adoption of Luther Tannerhill Nay Lee. Right. That would mean like um, like that was his former name. Right, oh. former name. Almost like like it's similar in principle to a maiden name. That okay. was that was the old last name. Okay. So his real name was Luther Lee. That's what he would he would okay. believe. Yes. Okay. What happened in 1895 again? Uh, in 1895. That was Jenny when Jenny died. died. Jenny died. Yeah. Catherine Tinnerhill. Does, um, Catherine. 1893. No, 1892 was when Robert was born. Yes. 1892. Does Robert know anything about this? Uh, you show it to him? Uh, yes. Okay, we said that <laughs> Quentin Tanner Hill, for whom the house was built, lived there until around 1700, which was when his wife died. Yes. That's, you guessed. 1892. So they married, they adopted Luther, they began the purification. They destroyed the devil's spawn. She died. He left the house. Hmm. The Carringtons bought it in 1892. Devil's spawn came back in 1893. Devil's spawn died again when Jenny died. So Catherine Tanner Hill's. Bible has stayed in the house and has been updated by Carrington's. Hmm. Do we know? We don't know anything except what this says. Are they referring to Luther as the devil's spawn? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make any direct correlation between Luther and the devil's spawn. Yeah, they gotta be referring to Luther. Anyway, 
Okay, so talk to Robert. Yeah. I want to know what he knows about the the Tanner Hills. Uh, he says he doesn't really know much about it. It was his father who purchased the house. Um, he says, you know, they're <coughs> uh, they might know something more in, in the village, perhaps, or there might be uh, there might be other books or other things here that might have more information. Do you know where Jenny was buried? Uh, do you know where Jenny is buried? No, he does not know. Okay. So you said uh, there may be, well, I mean, is there anything in the library I can look at? There were the books and some newspapers. Regarding this house or anything? Let's go see if it tells us. Like, does the newspaper have any, yeah. you know, incident information regarding the incident? Okay, sure. Uh, so you're going to look at the uh, the newspapers. It's the Oakfield County Chronicle. It's not a complete run. A few dozen issues only. But go ahead and I'll, why don't you all make library use rolls. Oh, yeah, I got it too. Two. 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 Okay. No, I got 20, 29. 29. Is that library use? No. I got 25%. Right? Or yeah, is 65. Yeah, but okay, you've already so made your. Okay, so you made it, but you, you, don't get enough, you don't get an additional check. If you made it, you do, you do get a normal check. Okay. Sure. Uh, okay, so what you. Dis what you uh, so we all made it, though. You all made it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so what you determine, uh, you find in, in looking through the papers. Um, much of it is the same. There was, uh, you know, just talking about it, it's a Corpus Wood as a community, a pretty old Congregationalist church, uh, Tanner Hill House, you know, uh, built in 1680, Quentin Tanner Hill, been, um, uh, been for unoccupied most of the time, it's been up for sale. Um, in every, actually what you do notice is that, except for the period of time when the Carringtons moved in and then moved out, um, the house has always been for sale. And it's always been for sale at what looks like a pretty low price. I mean, like a real lowball, you know, reverse lowball offers, saying, you know, I, you know, I'm trying. It's as though, you know, as though you were trying to get rid of it. And you find an obituary notice in January of 19, uh, excuse me, 1895, and it mentions the funeral of Jennifer Carrington at the Corpus Wood Congregational Church. It says that the girl was six years old and she committed suicide. You go back up to Robert. Uh, do you know how your sister died? Uh, just, I mean, just that she, com yeah, she committed suicide. That's all I know. Okay. How? I don't know. Um, I was. Uh, it, I, was, I, was, was I was uh, two and a half years old, almost three years old then. <laughs> uh, we go up to Herb and ask him. Um, uh, we were looking at the newspapers and noticed that this house has always been for sale. You mm -hmm. know. Tell us a little bit about that, or oh, I don't really know uh, know much about the house or uh, housing situation here. Do you know anybody that lives in this area by chance? Uh, no, uh, the well, Robert lived here for when he was a child, uh -huh. but uh, no, I don't know anyone else since then. Oh, since then. Hmm, sounds like we need to talk to some neighbors. Is it the is house by right. itself, or is there? Any it's yes, it's the house is isolated. It's on the bluff. It's over the village. Okay. So the newspaper doesn't mention how she committed suicide? No, it just says committed suicide. Yeah. Okay. And the books have no use? Uh, very, like, Victorian, uh, racy novels, okay. book about farming. Okay. Nothing okay. of any particular interest. 
Okay. Well, unless you like the Victorian novel type <laughs> stuff. Seance? Or do you want to um, do some exploring? It's probably about time for the seance. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Actually, you have, you have dinner first. Okay. It's, a, it's a tasty meal. It's not lavish, but it's certainly good. Mm -hmm. On camp rations, obviously, Martha is a, seems like a pretty good cook. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's about, uh, you know, getting on towards about 8, eight o'clock, or maybe 8.30-ish. And uh, so you're going to show Robert the stuff you found? Mm -hmm. says, okay, so he, um, he says that the jack-in-the-box, I'm pretty sure it was Jenny's, uh, and he says the teddy bear is mine. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of holds onto it. Okay. It's okay. uh, boo-boo. Okay. He seems very embarrassed. But he seems happy to get it back. And the doll? Pardon? And the doll? The doll, he says, uh, well, it must have been Jenny's. <laughs> but, yeah. So since he took the titty bear, I'll have the knife of uh, the meal, but I won't show anybody. That's fine. Paul says that he thinks that the uh, well, Robert tells Paul. He says I think the Jack in the Box is probably because I don't I don't remember the doll, but I do remember the Jack in the Box. So that's probably the best uh, the best thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Paul gathers everyone in uh, the drawing room, which is the best place for it, and <clears throat> so he explains what uh, is going to happen. So he uses the object that he that. He needs the object that he has uh, that the, it belonged to the, the person trying to contact. He says, we must all sit in a circle, and we all, must all grasp hands, and we must not break the circle until it is time for the circle to end. And <coughs> he explains how, in uh, uh, parapsychological terms, what's going to happen. Mecha game mechanically speaking, um, a number of magic points need to be used in order to summon this spirit. Uh, magic points... You all have magic points. If your magic points ever go to zero, you're unconscious. You do regenerate them. Uh, you get back your entire magic point allocation, so to speak, in 24 hours. Okay. Hit points come back a lot slower, yeah. but magic points come back pretty fast. Okay. Um, so essentially, he needs 15. Paul needs 15 magic points in order to correct, in, in order to achieve the summoning. Now that can come from everybody. It doesn't all have to come from any one person. Okay. Ah, so there will be. So Paul will be there. Cecilia will be in the circle. Herb will not. He will simply watch from outside. This is, you know, uh, and Martha will not watch either. She will be outside the circle. Robert? Uh, Robert will be in the circle. So there'll be six of you. Okay. Okay. So some of the points are coming from the three of you. <coughs> yes, absolutely. He says uh, uh, you can contribute. Well, again, game mechanically speaking, you can contribute as many or as few as you like. Um, but a to the total of 15 needs to happen. Who has the highest total? I have 14. I have Fourteen. Okay. I have thirteen. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, how many points are they contributing? The other, the other people. Um. Well, I mean, speaking sort of out of game or in out of character in game. I mean, you can decide. You know, if you want to try to do it like e all equal. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's two and a half. Okay. So three of you do two, and three of you do three. That should be sufficient. Okay. Okay. I'll give up. Uh, I'll use uh, two magic points. Yeah. Why don't we all use two and then use three? <laughs> let, let Paul use three too. Yeah. You know what? He's going to use the dining room, not the drawing room. Okay, the dining room. Cool. Right, 
fact, everyone. Okay, so everyone must uh, must expend at least two, and they can do more if they want. Okay. Okay. So we're doing that. One, two, three, four, five. Okay. <coughs> who is sitting next, or who is sitting next to whom, and holding whose hands? Um, I'll hold. <laughs> just for just for laughs. Sure. Robert and Cecilia. We can go ahead and draw it. Actually, it's not bad. Okay, so. Here is Paul. Herb, Herb, Paul. Herb will be on one side. I'm sorry, Herb is Herb's not there. Not uh, Robert will be on one side. Okay. So I can't get between them. Huh? Do you want? I think it would be an interesting place to be. Sure. Why not? You want to be in between them? Yeah. Okay. Famous. Yeah. So I'll be right next to Robert. Okay. I'll conveniently put, I uh, asked Cecilia to sit next to me. Right. <laughs> so, Remy, you will be. Okay. Okay. So, from Paul, Seamus, Robert, Jurgen, Cecilia, Remy, and then back to Paul. Sweet. Okay. <coughs> what happens next? So, Paul has. Um, so, essentially, you're sitting around, around the dining room. You're all holding hands. So the, the, the um, uh, Jack in the Box is on the table in front of Paul. Okay. Where's the nail? Um, conveniently in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> Not touching skin, right? Nope. It's um, under the handkerchief. So in a handkerchief. Wrapped in the handkerchief in your pocket. Yeah. <coughs> I'm just imagining it starting to glow or something. Right. Yeah. All right, so what happens is you all grasp hands and you expend your magic points. Uh, so there's five of you, so that's okay. So each of you doing two. Okay, so Paul, he's holding the hands and he's, his head sort of bobs forward. It looks like he's in, it looks like he's, he goes into a very, very deep trance. <coughs> and you're feeling. A little bit dizzy because you've given up some magic points, which is, you know, it's not normal to do that. So you're mm -hmm. feeling a little funny. <coughs> and I'm losing my voice. Um, so his hand, his, his head is down. And he seems to be kind of, like he's mumbling a little bit. <coughs> and then his head kind of comes back up. Says he looks. So where's he looking? Paul then looks across at Robert, and then what you hear is a young girl's voice. Is that you, Robert? Oh my! You've grown up. What are you doing here? I'm I, I, I'm sorry about you know what. I I'm fine most of the time. I I play with my friend, you know. We're we're fine unless unless she comes. And what you hear, all of you now, well, all of you now hear upstairs, coming from, Zoba coming from upstairs, you hear footsteps, like someone is walking upstairs. <coughs> and they seem to head away from you, and then it sounds like something is coming down the stairs. Step, step. Where is Herb and Martha? Step. Herb and Martha are sitting in chairs. So they're in the room with us. They're in the room, but... 
this? Or can can we talk it? during the seance, or are we supposed to stay quiet? Uh, you can choose what he calls not said. Um, I ask Herb, can you open the door and see if there's something walking downstairs? Uh, Herb says that he would... Herb says, um, hold the, never mind, this is, this is all perfectly normal. No need to worry. So, and so he, so he doesn't want to get up. Actually, you know what, Martha? Yeah, Martha's, Martha's here. Okay, I asked the same thing to Martha. She does not seem inclined to do what you ask her to do. <laughs> well, I can't break the trance. Um, fine. She, just, she's coming now. Let me go. Let me go. And then Paul's in this girl's voice starts screaming. And the door, the handle on the door, which is a solid door, you can't, it's not, not like this door with a window in it. The handle starts to turn. Everyone make sand rolls, please. Sand rolls? Sand rolls. Yes. I got one. Zero, one. That's very good. I lost no? It. Made it. Made it. <laughs> Seamus. Yeah. Ah. Here you go. Time for Not another, so. time for another D3. Three uh, points. I. All right, so Paul is screaming in this little girl's voice. The handle of the door is turning. You can see it shaking, classic horror movie. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? Should I ask Herb to get the nail out of my pocket? And Herb, reach into my pocket! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say have him open the door. Yeah, well, he's, he doesn't want to open the door. He seems very, actually, he seems very frightened now. And like, and we can't <laughs> break knuckle. the seance, unfortunately. Right. Um, well, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to, right? I don't think it's a good idea. I look over at um, Robert and Cecilia's face. They both seem very frightened as well. Mm. I quickly ask Robert, "Is that your sister's voice?" Well, <laughs> uh, he, he, he's not registering. He How is a. Yeah, he said. He doesn't know. Great. What, there's, there's nothing we can do unless we break the, the, the seance, I guess. Yeah. But let's see what happens. I, okay. yeah. Well, Paul is, just, Paul is just screaming. I mean, Paul screaming? Paul, yes. Well, yes. the voice. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, he's been, he's been possessed, possessed. The spirit of Jenny has yeah. come to him. He is now... Speaking in Jenny okay. for Jenny, so okay. uh -huh. she is just screaming. Um, so try talking to her. Yeah, Jenny. So who is this? Who is, this? She, who is that? Yeah, screams only screams. Oh, screams. She won't respond. Can we calm her down? How are you going to do that? Oh. By talking well, you're to her. Right we have a Paul. limited number she, of ways of doing it. She's this. screaming. Yeah, well, kids scream, and you can still calm them down. Well, okay. You try. You're going to try to soothe her. Yes. Okay. Uh, you do not succeed. Uh, can we? So what I'm hearing. So there's no way we can talk to her. Um, she does not seem the the, okay. the spirit does not seem to be okay. rational at this point. Okay. Can we all, as a group, with the circle intact, move to the door? Paul is. I mean, he's just screaming. Okay. He's and he's well. What you see now is that now he's the body is starting to. Convulse. Not convulse. Just sort of. 
you know, like he's trying, like perhaps there were two people inside. One is just screaming, and the other is actually trying to do something. It's hard okay. to tell. So let's rotate the circle, leaving him in his place, and spin <laughs> toward the door, so we can reach the doorknob. Yeah. Without breaking the circle. Um, let's just see which side, this side. So the door is, the door is closer to the Robert and uh, and uh, and your side. So everybody rotate. Well, okay. So as you start to do this, Paul then lets go of both hands, kind of, you know, slumps forward again as though he were, uh, as though he'd fallen unconscious. So the circle is now broken. The handle on the door is still still twitching, but it seems to be going away. Okay. We try and open it. Who's Who's opening it? I'll open it. Robert. Okay. <laughs> Robert is Robert is Didn't not. Did you learn anything last time? No, I don't think Robert's gonna open it. I have the nail anyway, so I have one hand in the pocket with the hand you gun, another in the hand in the pocket with, um, with the nail. The nail. Okay. So you're you're gonna go to the door and open. I'm it. gonna go to the door and open. Okay. Read this secretly, please. Do not let anyone else see it. And on audio, I'll have to find some way to edit this in. So do I have a choice? <laughs> uh, well, actually, you have to make make me a percentage roll, please. Okay. And what's your pal? Oh boy, ninety-two. <laughs> ninety-two. Okay, doesn't really matter what your pal is. Okay. Eight. Yes. Uh, you need to make a sand roll, please. All right. Okay. Uh, no, I did not make that. Okay, this time it's one d six. Ooh, lucky. 62. All right. Okay, what are you going to do? I ask, um, guys, you want to come with me? Um, <laughs> I think we need to go. Why? Um, just trust me. <laughs> you mean, where do you go where? Um, get out of, get out of I the think there's there? a spirit trying to talk to me, but it wants us to follow. Okay. Uh, I think so. Does I think it's. I think its interests are in our best interests. Okay, I'm game. Okay. Okay. But I'm gonna lag back just a little bit. Fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're gonna s- heading out of the dining room up the stairs. As the other two of you come out, actually all of you feel this. The all of a sudden, oh not all of a sudden, as you come out of the room, it seems very cold, much colder than it was and much colder than you think it should be, again, based on the fact there's no heating and time of year and all that sort of stuff. Cold like our room cold. Actually, now that you mention it, it does seem that way. So we all feel compelled going to our room. Mm. Okay. Well, okay. So he is heading up. He says he's heading up to where you're staying. The two of you are going to follow? Yes. Okay. Uh, Do I see the spirit? You you can explain what you saw. They see nothing. You can explain what you saw. So... There's a spirit that's trying to communicate to us. Her name is Catherine, and she says she's the guardian of the home. And uh, she is trying to convince us to kill or destroy the devil's spawn. Okay. And um, she wants to teach us how to do it. Okay. And I feel feel like she's telling the truth. 
so. How she just showed it? Catherine, can you hear me? There's no, re there's, there is no reply. Okay, so we go to our room. All right, yeah. You're, you're going into the room? Yes. Okay. The room now, the, the room is not only is it freezing cold, there's actually frost on the walls and the floor and the ceiling, and the window is wide open. And this is very creepy because it's really not cold enough to be, for there to be frost, for there to be ice. Everyone make a sand roll, please, because this is very unnatural weather. Yes, finally. Made it. Wait, so did I make it? Well, after yes. I roll under it. Yeah, roll under that 70. Okay. 70. Oh, to have a 70. <laughs> um, when we enter the room, do we see anything? Besides the frost? You see, well, I mean, all your stuff is there. It's probably now coated with ice. Ice as well. I mean, not like, not like encased in ice. Not like Mr. Freeze type ice. Just okay. frost. We look outside the open window. It's dark out there, just like you would expect it to be. Okay. Catherine, we're here. Where Where do you want us to meet you? There's no response. Okay, so if we exit the window, do we pull, like, outside? <laughs> if you want it, <laughs> are you exiting the window? No, no, I'm That's, just curious. You're looking out the window. Looking out the window. Yeah, it, it just goes down. There's no, there's no like, um, balcony or anything of that nature. All right. Um. Where's Paul in all this? He's still. They're still. Well, do you think they're still downstairs? The three of you rushed out. Well, rushed out. Went out. Exited. Okay. Exited. Can we ask Paul to go come with us? Uh, sure. You want to ask everyone to come up? I'm not sure if I everyone, but maybe just Paul. I, I don't know that Robert would be a good. Yeah, I don't think he'd be very useful. I think Paul might be. Paul. And I don't think Cecilia would be very useful either. You know, I don't know about Cecilia. I don't know. She you might Cecilia. be. She might be. Well, let's ask her. Okay, what are you going to ask her? How do we get everyone but Robert in the room? <laughs> that, that's what you're asking her? No. Oh. No, I'm just saying, if we invite Paul and Cecilia, it's going to be kind of awkward. Well, then could it hurt for him coming? It could. But I don't know. I don't know that much about how this stuff works. Yeah. All right, let's go get our buddy. Okay. Yeah. They're all... Quite astonished at the state of the room. Okay. So they all come? Yeah. They'll all come. You ask him to. Okay. Can we ask him to, I guess, perform something or see, ask him if he sees anything in particular? We grab the Bible while we're downstairs. Good since idea. that was Catherine's Bible. Okay. Yes. Okay. We need a thing of hers. Yeah. We're okay. going to summon her. Right. All right. So we re reassemble our circle up there. Okay. With a different goal. Different goal? Okay. Yeah, trying yeah. to reach Catherine instead of Jenny. All right. Um, are you going to sit in the same? I'm fine with sure. Same, same, yeah. same order. Fine. Just so I don't have to redraw the diagram. Yeah. Okay. Paul. Paul says he thinks this is a very good idea. He says, but uh, I have expended. I have used up much of my mental energy. So you will need to contribute more. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. How much more? Um, How much do we need? Can you? Can you contribute too? Uh, well, he has to contribute at least that because he's okay. the one doing it. But I only have nine. Oh, I have eleven. I have twelve, so I can contribute one. Okay, I can contribute uh, whatever is needed. Do you want to contribute two, maybe four, and okay. all three? Okay. Okay, two, three, and four. All right. Yeah. 
Okay, and the others will do. Okay, no problem. So Paul, um, okay, so you have the Bible. Um, he'll just put it on the floor. Well, are you going to be in the room with yeah. the frost? Okay, yeah. so he'll put, he'll, they'll bring a table, a small little side table, put, the, put it in the center, put the Bible on, the, on it so that it's not sitting on the ice mm -hmm. frost. Okay, everyone's up there. Spend a little time moving all the stuff around. And again, you all grasp hands. You, Paul does the ritual. Katie slumps forward. And after a short while, his head, uh, his head, Returns to normal. Uh, return no. Comes up. Comes up. Yes, thank you. Uh, but before that. Yes. Didn't, before didn't, that. Sure. Uh, didn't Jenny say before she comes? Yes. What if she's talking about Catherine? Yes. <laughs> I think she was talking about Catherine. But then Catherine is the one trying to kill the devil spawn. Okay. So yeah. perhaps Jenny is the devil spawn. Oh, okay. Okay, I see. Okay. Yep. Okay, continue. Right. Just as I start eating something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk with your mouth full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I know we're running out. We'll do this, and do this, and then we'll call it for today. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, his head returns. And he's now speaking in, again, it sounds like it's trying to be a, fe a feminine voice, but it's kind of a lower voice. And she says, um, I, am, I am here. Catherine, who is the devil's spawn? Says, well, she says, I am the guardian of this house. The spawn of the devil lies within, and I am all that stands between it and the world. In the year of our Lord, 1680, by the grace of God, I was joined in marriage to Quentin Tanner Hill, but our marriage was fruitless. Seven years passed with no children of our own until we adopted a baby as our own. What harm could there be in an infant, even one born out of wedlock, its mother tried and hanged for witchcraft? Yet it says in the scriptures that the sins of the mother shall pass on to her children, yea, unto seven generations. Marion Lee was the devil's mistress, and Luther was his spawn. He bore her taint in the devil's mark. Was I wrong to kill a child? Thou shalt not kill, says the scriptures. Yet also it says, suffer not a witch to live. The Bible is the only truth, and the words writ within it are testament to my actions. For my sins, I must remain and guard the living from the devil's spawn until the day of judgment comes, and I will greet my maker and be judged for what I have done. That's her opening statement. Catherine, did you use any particular instrument to kill the baby? He says, um, I suffered not a witch I suffered not a witch to live. Did you kill Jenny? He says, um, The devil spawn returned, and I dealt with it. But what if the devil spawn wasn't Jenny? It what if you were wrong? I was not wrong. 
So if you've already killed them, why are you still protecting? What are you protecting from what? Because clearly the devil spawn can rise again. And I must remain here to protect. Has it risen again? There's no baby here. There has not been a baby here for some time. But it can rise again. Has it risen again? At the moment, no. What does she want us to do? You said you were going to teach us. What What are you going to teach us? Um, at least that's what she told me. <laughs> it says, um, you must help me in my task. When the devil spawn returns, then you must help me to deal with it. Do you know when or why or how when the devil spawn returns? Who can know the, the timing of the schemes of the devil? How will you know? I will know. Where must we bring the devil spawn? The devil spawn will arrive here. In this room. In this house. In this house. Will it arrive in the form of a baby? The spawn of the devil may take many forms. Is the devil spawn here, right now? Not to my knowledge. Mark is not is not always a physical mark. Is Robert related to um, Luther? Luther Tannehill. I do not know. How old was Luther when he came? How old? Hmm. years after you adopted him. Yeah. Was that? Seven years, actually. Adopted 16 years. Oh, I'm sorry, you're right. Tw yes, uh, yes, I'm sorry, you're right. I was looking at the wrong, uh, wrong date. But Jenny died when she was only six. Yeah, so age is not a difference. Spawn is risen again, and the devil spawn died in blood and shame. In the Bible, um, you don't uh, you don't know. I would assume that the change in fonts that you see different. on the paper include would yes. be different a uh, different handwriting. 
So someone killed another spawn. Assuming. I'm guessing it was Jenny. I'm not, I'm not sure. Did you use a nail to kill Jenny, Catherine? Or does she know anything about the nail? Yeah. I know of no such nail. Why was there dripping blood in the basement? I do not know. Have any incarnations of the devil spawn been killed in the basement? How many devil spawn has there been? Uh, she seems hesitant to answer that question. Hmm. How many has she dealt? She said it would just it would go seven generations. <coughs> well, that's what she said. Seven generations. It's only about seven. At least seven. Not sure what to ask anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Paul will then uh, break the circle, and uh, so the say the séance is concluded. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's about uh, ten o'clock at night on Friday. So why don't we go ahead and call the session for right now? Okay. And you can choose what you want to do after speaking to Catherine. You can either go to sleep or you can do more stuff. Whatever. I need to go to sleep and replenish my magic. Uh, yeah, I was okay. going to say the same thing. Well, okay, well, that's a preliminary decision. You can change your mind next session. Creepy sleeping so. in this room. Okay. She's going to be waking up creepy.